Welcome to the 10th Year Seniors Podcast Network. This is Long Range Two Pointers. All right, it's a lot to go through. We have missed so much over this short time span in the NBA season. It's been about like 20 games now. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere, so, mm-hmm. somewhere around that. So we are. I'm horrible at math. A little over a third of the way through because this is like a 70 game season. We're just gonna say 25. percent all right, fine. I'll, I'll take it. 25% through the season. I'll take it. So, as we know, this to me, this is like a year of transition because I have five teams that I root for now. I root for the actual players in the stories, no longer the actual franchises. I feel like Randy just going wherever James Harden go. Like, that's his thing. Talk about it. Where Brooklyn at. Talk about it. Uh, John kind of like me because he got his heat allegiance, but then it's also... I got beef with them still. And then... <laughs> John, please explain your beef with the Miami Heat. Franchise. Yeah, man, I got beef with the whole franchise. They snitches, boy. That's all they is. They little snitches, boy. You are not a rapper. They snitches. You run. <laughs> they they trying to not make us be great. That's their problem. They think everyone has a multi-million dollar budget. You know what You know what all this is? Because when John and his photographer bag, and he find this spot where he's taking pictures from at a game, he feel like it's his, and the Heat told him to move. No, no, no. The Heat didn't tell me to move. The difference is, I being the proper person with protocol, I said, hey, you don't have any people taking photos. Can I take pictures for the first half? And then it was like, okay, you can do it. And I said, I'll go back to my seat, my media seat at the end. Because, you know, they were coming down this one way, whatever. Next time I got an email saying from Latin America NBA, the Miami Heat said you wanted to be a photographer this game. And you were in the photographer spot the whole game. I'm like, no. It wasn't I asked for permission and then it was just like the same person's like Julio was like oh if you want to be a photographer you just have to ask me and I said okay I should bring back receipts with that one but that's a whole nother story and that is why John now has this beef with the Miami Heat organization that's a beef though it, it's, a, it's a real <laughs> beef a like beef. even even during the finals run I'm like John look at, look at your team like Jimmy Butler carrying them on his back this is amazing John was like nobody fuck that I have a beef mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like okay yeah <laughs> alright the this, beef is real this is like a real beef alright so all of us no matter what teams we root for I say all that to say no matter who we root for you still root for Buddy and Aiton because we have this rare opportunity with these two Bahamians competing at a high level in the NBA but what I have discovered and this is where I want to start right what I have seen is that and this is from a particular older generation I think I haven't really seen this from young NBA fans right but they feel like to be pro buddy you have to be anti De'Aaron Fox and I don't understand that because every time De'Aaron Fox has a good game or John is one of these people. I just realized that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Perfect. I realized that. But I ain't old though. Mid-sentence. <laughs> You're not, but you are one of these people, so I'm thankful for this. So every time De'Aaron Fox has a good game, or even if he doesn't have a good game, it's always this anti-him thing, and it should be Buddy on a greater pedestal. Like, okay. You want to hear a shocker alert? Go ahead. De'Aaron playing pretty well this season. That's not a shocker to anyone. No, no, no. Coming out of my mouth. Yes. I've been watching, you know, I watch basketball, and I think the other seasons he was forcing stuff, De'Aaron. This season he has to do what he's doing. Like, there, there isn't any question about it. Like, he's gotten to the point where he is the focal point of the offense. And De'Aaron says it himself, even watching, he's just like, if Buddy's open, I'm going to pass it to him because he's a better shooter. And he does. Yeah, and he does. So you can't really discredit. Buddy, not Buddy, De'Aaron has taken the step to all-star level. That's the difference. 
I think when they drafted no, him, the spot yes. where they drafted <laughs> him, they anticipated this happening. I, yes, this they was anticipated. The natural progression. But the thing is, he has now hit the stride that he should be an all-star this season. Hands down. Ain't no question about it. I always... I, I Like, when De'Aaron first came out, he was giving me, like, Westbrook vibes. So yeah. I never I never really took too much to this game. I would always... And full disclosure, I haven't watched much Kings games since, yeah, maybe one. Honestly, but I, I I like a box score kind of guy for them. That's like the next what morning, is it? The box score? Yeah, oh, Dame Lillard would hate you. Play, players yeah, really, yeah. players really against the box score fans now. Like uh, they speak it out. They don't. They don't. They don't. Like if he have De'Aaron Fox, man, I have like thirty eight and like nine eight. Like I don't get how it looked. That's thirty eight nine and eight, and they win. But also, like what, what was making it like difficult is like you said, the 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 view that as long as Fox is the star, buddy ain't gonna get no shine. Well, I found out that wasn't, you know, true. And also, I found out that he deserves some of the praise that he... A lot of the praise... Okay, all of the praise that he's getting. Because... <laughs> Stop letting now no, put you no, in these no, he's really He's no, really good. He's really good. No, he good. is really good. I, I can't lie. I, I'm telling you, this season, yes. This season, I'm going to say... Always, John. No, I have no criticism for De'Aaron Fox this season. The other seasons, I think he was just forcing a little too mm-hmm. much. But this season, he has shown that... This is how it, this is the way. Join. He wasn't forcing it. He was drafted to be the franchise player on that team. The only way you Wait, become Wait, if Buddy that, went to Kentucky, how would you feel this, different? No, this, yeah, is, no, this no, ain't no, even no, just no, a Kentucky no. thing. And you know you know how big of a fan I am of Buddy. What I'm saying is he compliments him well. Like people I think people got to get out of this mindset and especially with basketball like every player has to be the guy. That's not how successful teams work. Everybody no. ain't got to be the but, guy. The, the last year when Dave Yeager was there, I think that was Fox's rookie season. I think that was the best him and Buddy were That's together. when they made Dwayne Wade retire. Exactly. They was the fastest-paced team in the league. You know, you know, De'Aaron Fox is one of the fastest players in the league with the ball. And every time he was on that break, he was kicking it to Buddy. And you saw how well they worked together. And, by the way, when you hear them two talk... They know how well they complement each other. Yeah. I just think it's a thing from Bahamian fans where they think somehow well, De'Aaron Fox is causing Buddy not to be what he should be. Honestly, it's honestly, okay for him I, not to be the, the guy. When I see them play, I, I feel like it's just Wall and Beal. Kind, kind of similar. Like, just a younger Wall and Beal. Which co- complement... That's well, a perfect you know, version Beale of complementing the same games. age as Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, man, but, yeah. like, complementing each other's yeah. games, though. That's mm-hmm. that's what it should be. Well, like, mean, Fox but what was Wall. always Washington's problem? They never had a front-line player. The rest player. of the team just yeah, sucked. Yeah, they never had front-line players. The, the rest of the thing. team just sucked. And Bagley looks like he's doing better. I don't... Uh, I mean, what's the box score say? <laughs> not, not good, <laughs> Not good. Uh, I tell you that. And then they got Whiteside. Oh, Whiteside, bro. Whiteside got so lazy. Uh, Holy crap. Like, nah, he just chilling, bro. Yeah, that, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I don't think Harry Giles working out. Harry Giles, Giles in Portland. No, bro. I mean, like, last season yeah. he wasn't working yeah. out. And then, like, they got someone, like, kind of close to Giles. Who? What's, what's the guy then? The forward they got now is not. Uh, Rashawn Holmes starting yes. the Senate? Yeah. Yes. He's like, well, you put me kind of like. Kind of defensive, not yeah. really offensive. Well, then Whiteside you're looking at the box score because that's the heartbeat of the team. Rashawn Holmes? Yes, but no. I'm telling you. Rashawn Holmes, they used to play for Philly? Yeah, that no. played for Phoenix. Yes. Yeah. I'm telling you, he's the heartbeat of the team. What does that mean? He'd be in sarcastic. I... No, I, no, I want to know what heartbeat of the team means. The way that he plays, mm. it dictates how the game goes for the team. I, I, feel, I feel like that's De'Aaron Fox. No, 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 no. That's no. <laughs> I, I that's how I feel. And the difference between De'Aaron Fox and Rashawn Holmes is... When De'Aaron Fox plays great, they mm. still might lose. 
Rashawn, it's the Kings, bro. You know, my, it's, it's the no, Kings. But no that's matter the who plays Rashawn, great, Rashawn, if he puts up lose. certain numbers, so if he mm-hmm. puts up like 15, 10, and shoots 60% and gets a couple blocks, they usually mm-hmm. win those games. Wait, stop hating on the man. He I'm is not, the heartbeat of the team. I'm not hating on the man. I just, you know, I like to talk these cliches that don't mean nothing. So I just wanted to know what heartbeat of the I team is. I wish we could just call Buddy and be Buddy. But is I'm glad, shot? Yes. I'm glad Buddy turned it around because, like I oh, said, geez. being a box score Kings watcher, yeah. like the next morning I get up, I look. 15. I was like, ooh. Yeah, that's it. It's like 4 15, 19 points. Oh, something. He was slumping hard early season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, it, and that, that's another thing I wanted to get to, too, right? Because he ain't had no Kong solid this summer. I don't, I, I mean, I don't know how y'all feel. I don't think Luke Walton is a good coach. Oh, geez. I feel like no, we've established really. that. No. I feel like he was well on his way to losing this locker room. Mm-hmm. We know everything that was going on in the last two off seasons. You had. Buddy talking about the contract last year. And then coming into this season, it was all of the trade rumors and stuff like that. So it could be a lot of things going into play with how the beginning of that season started. You have De'Aaron Fox taking that leap. And then the way this team is, is built around those two. But I feel like more so this season than ever before, Buddy is just now exclusively taking threes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when you, oh. look at, when you look at his field goals, it's... The Pelicans announcer said it the best during the last game. Buddy is allergic to anything inside the three-point line. Like, that's just how he's been playing this season. And I wonder, I don't know, I wonder, like, what do you think is the thought process behind that? Or what do you think I try to get, that about? I try to get traded, and I don't want to get hurt. If you run three-point to three-point line, that's less running. People already know less what I can do. Tear. People know what I can do. So, like, them seeing me have these little off games or whatever they know if i really want to i can turn it on he was scoring what he was a 20 point per game scorer yeah. last season yeah. so like you don't lose that in, a, in four months no i i think he just doesn't care about no this but team. the thing is the averages are going to go up like yeah the numbers are going to go we, up and, this out, yeah and he's going to be at 18 to 19 point because the thing is, is he just has to get when he did the 20 when he scored the 29 points that game mm-hmm. his points per game went up two points mm-hmm. so it went from 14 it was to Florida 16 swing. like the three Wait, game the three games that all Florida, tells me he gotta go to Florida yeah he probably just gotta go to his the his numbers in Florida but for me Tampa, the Kings, Orlando, Miami the Kings just up like the Kings will win a game and then the next game they lose by like 40 and then they, they win by four and then they lose by 20 I it, feel like it's a franchise that sucks the life out of you yeah like that's what I feel like, like it is Portland? and, and no, they're, they're the definition of one step forward, two steps back. That that's all it's been. Mm-hmm. That's all it's been, and I feel like this is bigger than a player issue. How when was the last time they made the playoffs? Like fifteen Boy, years that, ago. That's a serious drought. Yeah. That a they have the down. longest drought in the NBA. Or something. Well, that's like all that. you need to know. It's, it starts. It starts at the front office. Like everybody, everybody looks at, and we'll get to Aiton in a minute, right? But everybody looks at the Aiton and Luka Doncic connection and. You're going to get that because he was the number one overall pick in that draft. Trey Young was there too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but people always gloss over the fact that Marvin Bagley was taking over Luka Doncic too. Like, you pass over <laughs> you pass over Luka Doncic you gotta have a for, Bi- for Bagley. You, you got to have I mean? a Darko Miller, and that's who he is. Aiton is at least a player who could... Solid. Who's probably going to lead the league in rebounding, if not this year, next year, mm-hmm. and then you don't know what kind of leap he's gonna oh, make. Aiden with Chris is Paul. all like Aiden next year for sure is an all star. But but what's Martin Bagley doing? Like he hasn't even been healthy. Yet. Like there's no availability from him for, to to even warrant him but being selected like number two. Though. I, mean, I get it, but he hoping they don't like you know he could be like a restricted free agent or something like that. He hoping they don't pick that up. But no, we, yeah, we signed it like a bogey deal. Like, all right, bye. He ready to go. Talking about that, this is talk about the Kings. 
Sacramento fans, mm-hmm. <clears throat> y'all really love Bogey. What he doing? They used to. They used to. No, 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 but I'm just saying, like, they were saying that Bogey was supposed to play over Buddy, right? Right. And now what he was doing, I know he got hurt in Atlanta, but he was averaging, like, nine points a game. Well, he, he didn't go to start, you know. He was still in the same role. He was still coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he thought he was going to be a starter in Atlanta, but... He's, like, a good utility player. Yeah. Shoot, dribble. He could get passer. Like... <laughs> Buddy is like a legit twenty a game. Like you, you can't put that over Buddy. Wait, Buddy is. He uh, would be a good six man though. But this is no, no, no. but this that's why this was such of a yeah. problem though. And I think a part of, a part of it like and you see him shoring up like other other aspects of his game. I think like everybody's big criticism of Buddy was what defense, right? Like that mm-hmm. was the thing. But he's improved defensively. Mm-hmm. I think across the board, watching his game this year, and you've heard different analysts say it. Like he looks better defensively. So. Him improving parts of his game, like like Randy was saying, and him being uh, more concentrated on shooting threes, do we still think he's on the block? Because they got a, a fall the draft picks that they whiffed on. I think they hit on one with Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, they they hit yeah. on that. So I, he, I he, said from his college days. Yeah, you were good. you were you were high on on the Halliburton stock, but. His emergence, do you think that means that, and nobody's going to say this publicly, but do you think Buddy's still available and he's on the block? I feel like Buddy wants to be on the block. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. He wants to be on that block. Like, I, I would you want to stay in Sacramento? Yeah, I would say he is privately on the block. Yeah. Where a franchise is going to, like, the Kings will listen to other teams, mm-hmm. but the offer has to be right. Yeah, you like, can't just come with yeah. garbage. And it's going to have to be, like, literally, they're going to have to give up too much for Buddy at least this year. I that, mean, because we've seen teams work with the two-point guard system, like CP3. and So if they run De'Aaron Fox and Halliburton, right? Because Halliburton ain't a two-guard. He, no. He's a point guard. He's just a, a versatile one. But CP3 and, and SGA last year and OKC, that worked. I mean, the Hornets doing it now with Devontae Graham and... and um, Oh, Devontae Terriers, Graham yeah. out the door right now. Yeah, well, either one of them will the swap right one now. of them out for Lamelo, and you still running. What Kemba guards, doing this season? Basically. Kemba doing a whole heap of nothing. He just came back. But I mean, wait, you know who doing well? That was Shaw. Just Gordon. Which one? Oh, Hayward. Hayward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Okay, I didn't think he was going to come back this strong. I was shocked. What? But, yeah. No, I know he was a decent player, but I didn't think he was going to be this strong, like yeah. this impressive. But him, okay. I know another Celtic I'd like to talk about later on. <laughs> we we can get to that. So Taco Fall. If Buddy, if Buddy is on the block privately, mm-hmm. like like y'all think, do we have a possible destination where well, where, where we want like him to, to go? Where y'all would like Dallas. to see him end up? Dallas does need. Dallas, Dallas struggling does right need now. Dude. Dallas, I actually had that. I feel like that's a sinking ship right now. No. Chris Stapps. Christoph's ever coming back? I don't know, but that's... He's been in, he's been in and out of line. Dallas is a franchise I would love to see. Because Dallas is the type of franchise I feel Buddy were thriving because of the loyalty aspect that Mark Cuban has. Granted, we don't know how loyal he would be unless he puts the work in. <laughs> right. But if Mark Cuban sees it and likes him and wants him, mm-hmm. Mark Cuban's going to make sure he's straight for the rest of his life. Other than that, Philly... Yeah, because they're trying to go after JJ Redick right now. They, they know they know they need another yeah, shooter. They need a shooter mm-hmm. big time. And then I'll go back to wait, Miami, and Orlando. I would love to see him. Raptors come too because they in Florida now. Yeah, they but, the Tampa Raptors. I know they the Tampa Raptors, but you see, fake Drake just dropped fifty four last night. Maybe that's why Drake came Steady to the Bahamas. Freddy, fake a Drake came to the Bahamas so he go to Raptors games. Prop. You know what? Maybe that's inside information. Maybe. You know where I where I'd like to see him go back, honestly, New Orleans. 
No. Really? Yes. We were, I was just talking about that one now the other day. I would love to go back to New Orleans. <laughs> Zion? I, I forget about with the Alvin Gentry thing. You know, that's Zion. part of the reason why he, playing like, he was playing like that. I want to see him go with Zion, with Brandon Ingram, him, and then... That's another team that running two-point guards, but yeah. I don't know. That ain't working. Look, Lonzo just gone. I Because yeah. he would fill that spot that Lonzo playing in right wow. now. They got Lonzo standing up and shooting the ball. I don't understand that. Yeah. That ain't his thing. That actually, that actually yeah. could work. It makes sense, but that I don't, actually could I don't work. want him back there. You just want a new uniform, I feel. Yeah, a new, a different city. But this, yeah, this, this, this is like city. a different team now. Though. It is. It's but a, it's the it's same city. It's a completely different team. Different, it's, it's a different team, thing. different staff. They even, different uniforms. I don't even see them wearing that same uniform different. anymore. Because you could pitch him with, with, with But Ingram. you know how mad I would be if I was Buddy and they're like, we just trade you back to the Pelicans? Like, boy. But it's a good Pelicans now. It's not the same Pelicans, though. Like, you don't have to battle each one more for minutes. This is a different Pelicans. Each you, one you more. Feel, you, he'll walk right is into that. Is he still that. in the league? Yeah, he's a, he's a Phoenix. Now, would the Kings want Lonzo Ball is the question. I don't know. <laughs> he would have to be a trade off. I think that probably have to be... A third team would have to be involved or he'd be on the move again. Because... Yeah. Or you just a placeholder for when they feel like putting Tyrese Halliburton um, in the starting lineup 100%. Fox and, Fox and Ball is, is a disaster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's the same kind of thing that you have now with Eric Bledsoe. Mm-hmm. I mean, Eric Bledsoe ain't De'Aaron Fox, but that like that type of player, he's just not. He's just not as good. But it, it'd be the same kind of redundancy. Mm-hmm. I get it. I mean, I like all of those options for him. Like during the off season, the Philly chatter was the loudest because he was he was on social media liking all the trade scenarios with, with him going to Philly. I would like that. Uh, the Dallas thing would make sense too. Mm-hmm. I even like the Pelicans idea. I feel like what, as I explain this now, I, I feel like I probably just want to see him leave in Sacramento. Bad, but okay, if I had to pick of all the teams that I said, the Pelicans are super last on the. Yeah, that's what about Toronto? Yeah, that's last. That's last on the list. I wouldn't I mind it. Toronto, but I mean, I think Philly and Dallas are one and two atop the list, though. Yeah, Dallas for happens. me is one. But who yeah. like Dallas? Why? I mean, like you, you got trade Tim Hardaway Jr. They they almost have matching contracts, so it's not going to be that much. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I like it. I like it. I think I think Luca and we got direct flights. That's imp- no, that's important. I think Luca. Look, you Buddy, may not know Porzingis. super producer about sports anymore, <laughs> but the logistics of getting to places is very important. When an important sports story breaks, who you think they about All to turn day, to? I end They but they. I, have, I pray in Tokyo don't cancel this. They have to turn now. I don't want them. I don't want like super COVID, but wait, we still trying to do it. Tokyo, Tokyo ain't happening. All yeah, right, I can't see it. All right, let's switch to Aiton. So, I think once the Chris Paul trade went down, we were excited. We expected the numbers to shoot through the roof. Like, I automatically thought, that's, I feel like that's an extra seven, eight points a game easy. So I'm, I'm thinking he about to be in the lower tier 20s, that that kind of score, right? And some people early on were questioning, because there were some questionable games. There were some games where he was scoring in single digits, mm-hmm, so people mm-hmm. were thinking, is DeAndre Ayton having a regression offensively, right? right? And I don't think he is. I think what it is is that He's placed, placing such a greater emphasis on the defensive end because he's gotten, like, he's taken a leap defensively. Mm-hmm. He placed such a greater emphasis there, and he's deferring to CP3 and Devin Booker so much that he's not caring about offense as much. Like, And like, he said as much in one of the, in a post-game interview, he said, I, he literally said, I don't care about offense. I'm just trying to play defense and make the right plays. 
I don't know if that's what people wanted to hear or, but I mean, what's the all take on that? Because when when he said that, I was kind of like, really? Well, mm-hmm. looking at the box score, because <laughs> that's very important. You gotta look at the box score. Um, last season he was averaging fourteen point nine shots a game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this season is ten point seven. So naturally, it's gonna go. And he's been making two less shots a game. But that's the thing. It's not. So it, that that that's four points a game. That would mean he'd be averaging eighteen points a game. It's but, not like he's shooting poorly. He's just taking less shots yeah. and but his I, rebound went up a full rebound no he's he's rebound he's on the boards he's playing good defense and even doing things defensively that don't show up on the stat sheet but i i feel like for them to they're going to be a playoff team but i feel like for them to take that next step he has to be a threat offensively okay yeah, full, savage 20 full disclosure us in the James Harden camp and Chris Paul at odds right now, so <laughs> I, I, I probably ain't gonna give him no compliments. So I mean, that's just what it oh, is. Anyway, we get to that when we get I to mean, Harden. That's but just that, what it none is. None of that was Chris Paul's fault. But, no. but okay, what? Anyway, go ahead. So let's look at it, right? The, the Suns are a team that I actually do watch, and yeah. not just the box score. I, will, I Aiden doesn't score as much because Aiden is not in a lot of their plays. Like as soon as he gets the rebound, outlet pass, like they just go on and like. You would see them making a move, and he would just be like crossing the half court line, and like Jay Crowder or like Devin Booker ready to shoot, and it's just like right back. So you might have like three or four players like that in a row that he just not in, and then the other ones is just Chris Paul with like relentless pick, roll, pick, roll, pick, roll. Wait, and, like, I love that pick, roll. Like but... if it don't work, he just keeps going around in a circle, more pick, roll, more pick. Roll. So it's like, although like the passes come in, like not all the time it's great position, and not all the time like he have a lot. To, like a time to work with the ball. I will. I will say this though: when you implant somebody like like Chris Paul into that, changes your whole offense, right? Mm-hmm. And we know how quick this off season was. There, there was no time to work on anything in the off season. Like mm-hmm. the training camp was like a couple days. Like so, t- twenty games into the they season, Zoom training camp. So you yeah. stand there and you stand there. Twenty games into the season, teams still are figuring things out, and I feel like, like I say, he has. If you just hear him talk about Chris Paul being there, you know he's listening to every single thing that Chris Paul says. Mm-hmm. And for for a young player, that's a good thing. But then I also think that too much of it can be a bad thing because you will lose some of your aggression just because you could defer to Chris Paul so much. Right. And I feel like they're going to need Aiton to be... Because it was a game against, I think it was Houston, where he went for almost 30. It was his best game of the season. And he was scoring from everywhere. Like, he put up, he put up that... If it wasn't 30, it was close to it. But he did all of that, and none of it was from straight post-ups. Never. It was jumpers. It was off mm-hmm. dives. It, it was put, He was putting the ball on the ground. He was doing everything. And I think people pointed to that game and was like, this is the DeAndre Ayton we, we expect mm-hmm. to see. He had like a three-game stretch where every game was 20-10. Like, that's what you can do. So yeah. be consistent with it. Chris Paul is like one of those, like, you ever play ball over here and, like, you just happen to be the tallest person on the court. You in a post player, so they just keep telling you, go in the post, go right there. Ever play ball here? Go. That, that is the whole NASA philosophy. It really go is. Go right there, go John, right there. John was like, Mario's leading rebound. Yeah, so it's like, wait, that ain't really my game. So, like... In the post, though, okay. I see plenty, like, lob attempts, fails, because, like, that ain't his game. Like, you want to throw in the ball to DeAndre Jordan. Like, Aiden... Aiden could get it, but, like, he ain't about to jump, like, 50 times, just dunk, 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 no, dunk, see, dunk. Aiden built too much like DeAndre Jordan was skinny skinny yeah. built 
Like he freakish athletic where he could just jump out of everywhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Aiden, no, Aiden is just a big bully. He like give me the ball. Sometimes I look at like just give me the ball. He's more he's more skillful than the Andre Jordan sure. was. I think I think what people what people automatically did, and I did this too. You look at look at Chris Paul's entire history, right? You look at mm-hmm. what he did for Tyson Chandler, turning him into an all star. Yeah, but he's limited. Exactly, but with Chris Paul, you saw what he became. You look at what he did even for Blake Griffin. That's someone who had a high skill set. Look at what he did for DeAndre Jordan. Look at what he did for Clint Capella. You know what I mean? Hold on now. James Harden did for Clint Capella. Oh, my God. Anyway, so you assume that somebody, DeAndre Ayton is a better player than everyone. Well, maybe not young Blake Griffin, but he's better than all of those other centers we named just now. So you think that he got Chris Paul, he's going to make this leap. I do think think it's going to happen. I think people just got to be patient with it. Right. And then you see someone like a Shaq. Be like, oh, just dump the ball and give me the ball. And it's like, wait, Shaq, your point guard was like Derek Fisher. Yeah, and your I point guard was like Teron Lou. I hate that Shaq. Teron Lou and Derek Fisher was run, running zero pick and rolls. All they did was just give you the ball and stand up in the corner. Chris Paul ain't about to give him the ball and just stand up in the corner. Chris Paul about to run this pick and roll circle what, four or five times till someone get open. And then Jay Crowder take a shot, Devin Booker take a shot. It's like completely different. So you can't be like, oh, he's not asserting himself. He don't have the ball. Yeah, I mean, and even before Chris Paul got there, it was it's well established that this Devin Booker's team. Oh yeah, I think Aiden just ain't he's he's not trying to step on any toes because for for as much as people may think he's he's aloof and goofy with a lot of the stuff, he does he cares what people he cares what people think he cares what his teammates think and he really is a legit good teammate. You'll never hear any of his teammates say otherwise about that kind of thing. I don't know. We'll see. I think it, I think it's going to take some time. Whenever Chris Paul comes into there, it changes. But they're going to be a playoff team. So you think that, so? Yeah, yes. I think that's a definite playoff. Team. Chris Paul just makes the playoffs. But yeah, he made the playoffs mm-hmm. last year with. Who plays there right now? With they, I know they started off hot. They're like six, six, I think. Or seven but or everybody's everybody's yeah. really close together. Like two games, of, yeah. two games apart. Yeah, this Dallas in the playoffs right now? No, right? no, no, no. Dallas in right now. <laughs> Sacramento, <laughs> wait, Sacramento perennially finishing between uh, what, what, ten to what did, twelve. What the standings look like? Like that's like that's what it is. It's like it's Lakers, Clippers, somewhere in that order. Lakers, Clippers, and Jazz at the top three. The Jazz decent. Yeah, Jazz, Jazz are like I mean, but they, Jazz, Jazz are number one, Clippers two, Lakers three, Nuggets, Phoenix, Memphis, Portland, Houston, Golden State, San Antonio, Sacramento, OKC, Dallas, New Orleans, Minnesota. Okay, so, so I think I think the Warriors gonna get in. You do. I do. Because I was just about to ask. I was perfect segue. I was just about to ask which team that didn't make it last year is going to get in and who's going to fall out. So if you have the Warriors making it, who made it last year mm-hmm. that's not going to make it? Um, the Grizzlies, for sure. Either Memphis or Portland. Because McCollum never coming back. Yeah, I, I, I don't think Portland's going to make it. I think Portland's going to And honestly, out. like... The mellow celebration was cool last year, but he looked awful this year. I like the fact that he's getting this money. That's <laughs> he's about like, he it. Bad this year. That's about it. I like the. But fact. that's what happens when you only have to say, "Oh, I only got twenty games. Let me give him my all these twenty games." <laughs> exactly. Facts. Exactly. Like Facts. right now, this season look like just breaking him right up, dog. Wait, because the thing about the thing about all great players, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody retires because they say, "You know what? It ain't that we can't do it no more." You know, it's the fact that you can't do that constantly over the course of a whole season. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's it's something to what John said. Like if I go into the bubble and I just got to play these. 
50 and 20 and but whatever. It's like going That's to easy. the club. If we go to the club now, we already know we're going for one night. Tremendous hour. No, Wait. if we was going, yeah. we know we're going for an hour. We'll yeah. kill it. Yeah. I can't be here all night no more. Never. <laughs> Imagine watch. trying to go back to back to a club. Never. <laughs> the be- only time we ever could do that is like soca uh, I, in a carnival. I can't. And we have to be. Randy can't identify. Yeah, we have no. to be drunk the whole time. I cannot. Pu- I can't identify. I honestly can't be drunk the whole time. I can't. I can't do that no more. I can't be drunk all the time. when you hour, pass the when you pass the Trinidad yellow line after the the immigration and then cuss you out, you feel free, boy. Because we at the you know what it is we at the Portland mellow point in our growing up career. That's <laughs> yeah, all, that's all it is. We we can't bring it. We can't bring it for an entire season. Like mm-hmm. I don't even know it. I just know like. This was this was gonna happen with Portland. Lillard is gonna have a whole lot of highlights like he been having, but then that that's gonna be the end of it. Yep, and he will be the leader of nothing again. He, he having some amazing highlights. I gotta say, but he dunked that dude head off, man. Yo, like you saw what he did. You saw, you saw what he did to the Bulls. Like mm-hmm. we've been having some insane finishes, and I want to get to the to the Nets because they were a victim of one of them insane finishes, but. Lillard, it reminds me a lot of what what Steph Curry doing right now, mm-hmm. because it's really just them like putting up these insane numbers. But they don't. I I actually don't think the Warriors gonna make the playoffs. No? But nah. But okay, why not? <sighs> because Sacramento's gonna make a run to no. make the playoffs. That okay. that definitely. So ain't why. so okay. Right now, I I have the Grizzlies might fall out. I have Paul that might fall out. Houston might get in. I think the Warriors are going to get in. I think the Mavericks turned it around, and I oh, think. Oh, don't forget the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies. Well, I guess that counts as Jackson being in because they was nope. they was tied with they was tied with Portland, so they had that play in game <laughs> thing. So, so I, I mean, no. it's kind of just a in. tip. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that was. So you got you got you got four potential teams that could get in. Some of these teams are about to fall out. I I think this I think the Suns replace Portland. I mean, uh, well, yeah, the Warriors because somebody's going to replace Dallas. Houston. Dallas might get in. Though. Houston may get in. I think Houston's gonna get in. I think people get really in. under. You know what? While we here, let's get to Houston and let's get to Houston and the Nets, right? What you seeing from James Harden right now? And it's funny. The, the look how look how he, he yeah no this, this, posture this, going this, up. This is this is he getting his voice ready to go. He, this this you know, he ain't use it in a while. This so. is <laughs> <laughs> this is moment. Oh, what we seeing from James Harden right now is mm-hmm. the difference in being happy at the workplace like it's funny the conversation we was having before the pod how when you unhappy at work you you ain't gonna produce no. like you mentally you just not gonna care anymore and that's what we saw from james harden the rockets in first what 10 games or whatever mm-hmm. where he had the first game where he came up balling after all that bullshit that happened he balled that first game just to let people know but then after that he was coasting because why? How much weight did he lose? Like, and he was never he was wearing fat. like a big mama suit kind he was, of thing. He mm. was never, he was never, he was never fat. He used to drink a lot of water. Pump yeah, thick. and then he always used like pregame. He used to have like he used, it's still he used made to for wear great a lot memes, of shit. No, it's great, but I, mm. I can't believe people actually thought that. But whatever. So the trade happens that he he wanted. He gets to go to the Nets, and this is the possibly possibly one of the greatest offensive teams we will ever see and that is me thinking about the Warriors but they can be up there okay first I'm happy to be here in, in Brooklyn <laughs> this is your team this is your team this, no that's my team this is you know why this is my team because I used to pull for the Thunder right James Harden left the James Harden left and I went with Houston because I was like just Westbrook no thank you Katie left 
not a Warriors fan, so I was like, I couldn't go. I couldn't go there. So I had to go with Houston. James Harden is my favorite player. We got Westbrook last year. It wasn't crazy about it, but I was like, this support. So I'll, I'll support Westbrook. Not what I wanted. Now, KD and Harden was always something I always wanted. And like, it's hell. It's like when you always play 2K and trade a player someplace and like you finally get it in real life. This is what this is. And now he gets to show a more overall game. So people don't criticize him for being a ball hawk, which he's not because he had no one really to pass the ball to. Chris. And mm-hmm. that's the offense that they legitimately wanted. Like yeah. I remember early on when D'Antoni was there and he said he made the comment James Harden is going to lead the league in assists. This is before this was before they even tried the point guard thing. And mm-hmm. even Harden was like, Coach be tripping. Like he didn't think that was gonna happen. But D'Antoni's system called for your lead guard to do that kind of thing. It got Nash two MVPs. Mm-hmm. So obviously it was gonna make Harden great. Like you know what I mean? Like James Harden gets criticized for a lot of that, but that's what they wanted. They made every move around him for him to be able to do they that. putting up some points though Top that, two. It's, it's an offensive juggernaut like yep. that's that's three players that they also giving up a lot of points it, we're gonna get to that mm-hmm. that's three players that there's no answer for any one of them one-on-one none there's no answer for Kyrie one-on-one none definitely none for KD and <laughs> definitely none for Harden so put those three together it's fun to watch offensively like congratulations mm-hmm. to you appreciate that but it's the shittiest defense I think I've ever seen in the history of NBA basketball. What de- there's no defense. <laughs> the the, the objective you- is to score more than to give up. That's like, it. That's the game plan. So I bet you when you go in the locker room, you know how they have like the bullet points on the board saying like score. Yeah, score. it's just like score, score some more, score some more, make sure you have more points at the end of the game. You know what? Like I know it's a bad defense, right? And mm-hmm. you KD could, averaging thirty points a game. You could look that's KD. You could look at the roster and know it ain't that gonna man. be a good defense, right? right? But it it stood out to me like a jump off the screen when I realized the Wizards put up almost 150 points on okay, them. Okay, so let's talk about that. Yes. The Wizards have won four games, right? Mm-hmm. That game is just like Russell Westbrook's thing. Like, he wants to beat Durant. He'll never be a better player than Durant, but, like, he could have, like, an in-season win. That game, James Harden didn't play. It meant nothing to the Nets. He was giddy to play Durant. He had the best game that he'll have for the rest of his career. Yeah. That's the end of that. Okay, fine. Throw mm-hmm. that game out. This is still the, like, historically speaking, mm-hmm. through the time since they got James Harden. Right. Defensive rating. One of the worst defenses we've ever seen. Yes. Like, they they don't have anyone that's going to stop anybody. But they're also 9-3 and three against playoff teams. That's fair. But we're not... The ceiling for this team, when you have two MVPs and somebody of Kyrie's caliber that's mm-hmm. the third player on their roster, it ain't about just beating good teams. Like, your your aim is championship. That's it. Right. Like we ain't just trying to see the Nets win two first, uh, win two playoff rounds, and everybody think, oh, this is a team on the rise. No, you put this team together to win and win now. Right. Because KD is past thirty and coming off an Achilles injury. This ain't no time. I mean, no- thirty one seven and five or whatever. Yeah, like, like that's ridiculous. Ain't no ain't no time for no development, bro. You like this is win now. Okay, so this I is mean, this is what they wanted to do when they got Paul Pierce, was, Kevin Garnett. Right, yeah, <laughs> right. But outside of the Lakers, right? Mm-hmm. Like you say, finals. Outside of the Lakers, like they, what team they can't beat? You've never seen a team win the championship that's this bad defensively. Like we've never seen one this good offensively either. Warriors. 
And then no, Suns teams was good offensively. Warriors. But even Warriors, but, Clay, I like Clay, but Clay ain't no goddamn James Harden. They might as well tell you. No, no, no. I'm I'm not saying Clay, Clay is of all, James Harden. There was no Clay hate on this podcast. No, not even, it not ain't even hate. hate. It ain't hate, but it's just that James Harden is a better player. Is like that's just a fact. Stop like, the hate. That's, that's just a big fact. <laughs> Clay Thompson all day. That's a big old fact. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Katie is but, still Katie. No, but okay. This is this is all I mean, right? Like mm-hmm. offensively speaking, the Warriors were As a, a okay. legit juggernaut Outside team. Outside of the three, they had good players. But they were still good defensively. That's what I'm saying. Like you still had Draymond, Iguodala. We you still had Iggy. You still had people. We that got Shumper this week. Oh Jesus! <laughs> we got Shumper this week. What Shumper could do? Shumper, Shumper, Shumper is a new Jr. Smith. Shumper yeah. against AI. I mean, Andre Iguodala. The other AI right. when he just got there. Like no, like that's someone who was a defensive specialist. They, like, but when you look around, like the NBA, right? Who would you? Even I know get? what you're gonna say. Who would you get? I don't know. Like, who, who could they get? This Buddy. is why I'm... <laughs> Last defense. Yeah. But the... more points to win. <laughs> Joe <laughs> Harris ain't got that spot filled, bro. Joe Harris yeah, Joe is enjoying the season right now. You can't come on this corner. Joe Harris filling it up, though. He is. He is. That that game where he threw the ball away, he had 30 and anger. remember that. But hmm. all I'm saying is, like, as, as good as the Warriors were offensively in mm-hmm, them years... Mm-hmm. they were still a top 10 defensive team. And that's right. something that people was overlooking. Like, the Lakers... Mm-hmm. Still a top ten defensive team. Like they are good defensively. AD probably should have been the defensive player of the year last year. Yana shouldn't win that. That should have been AD. But look who the head the, coach is for Brooklyn. Yeah, but that's they're built just to score. You got Nash. His he, staff has Tony, Amari Stoudemire. Right. Who else? Like Jacques Vaughn. I can't remember. It's it a couple of. Think of how many times the Phoenix Suns stopped teams in their heyday. Never. That's Never. what they go for. But but I think we do need another big man just to take some pressure off DeAndre and Jeff Green. Like Yeah. I, and that that's another that's another thing. But like I said, it don't have to be like no one spectacular, just literally a body. Just Drummond's to stop gonna someone. go to the Nets. Drummond that's someone that's spectacular. I, was, I literally said that this morning. We need a Drummond. I, if we can't get Drummond, too high, bro. Wait, wait, this Brooklyn. We can make it that's out. All I feel like player. we only got like seven players. We got space for someone else. Wait, the the Brooklyn would be a team to say, you know what? Sorry, NBA, but we're not going to have the 15-man minimum. No. We're just going to have seven and pay them all this money. Like, you're right. It doesn't have to be spectacular, right? Because when the Heat formed a big three, they was just trying to just gather the parts. right fit of scrap parts, right. Uh, right pieces around them, right? But I feel like the Nets don't even have pieces. Like, the Heat no. had complementary pieces that do all the dirty work. The Nets don't have that. They got Joe Harris. <sighs> Joe Harris is the three-point shooting they need. I agree. We need, like you said, defense. We don't need like crazy, crazy wing defenders. Um, just enough. Just enough to <laughs> defend the perimeter. Like a, like I don't know if the Lakers won't come up with someone like Wesley Matthews or something like that. We'll give them like, I don't know, a Tesla or something like that. Send it, send one there. But we need someone like that. Like you said, Javale McGee maybe. Clearly, the idea is small ball. Cause when you, but you yeah. relying, you relying on Uncle Jeff and DeAndre Jordan to play yeah, some but heavy think, minutes. But, but think about this, right? The Rockets was making noise Playoff with team. Uncle Jeff and PJ Tucker. Yeah, but that's because you had who? Yeah, okay, fair point. Who did you have? James Harden, Clint Capella. Oh. Clint Capella was long gone. 
There was no one else. PJ Tucker was six five. There was a it was a that was a ridiculous small ball though. The Houston Rockets was trying to be Bahamas basketball. Oh yeah, yeah. Boy, y'all, y'all but even the year before, trip. even the year before. No, you know what that was? That was when they was doing this ridiculous last ditch effort thing where Westbrook is our quote unquote center no, doing no, all I, that I, I, stuff. You were talking about that season? But Westbrook was only there for one season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the season before it was still PJ Tucker. Yeah. It was PJ Tucker and Uncle Jeff. This season, it was PJ. Last season was PJ Tucker and Covington. And this season, Frank he just Covington, completely forgot about about. who's on the Rockets. He don't even know who on the Rockets this season. Right, Kentucky was, players. That's what the Rockets. And, right? Hold on, though. But they went. Y'all should have got the Marcus Wild and Nets. No, you should have the mind playing. You're just asking for someone not spectacular. Yeah, wow. that's that's not spectacular. He's put. Check the box score. I have <laughs> a lot of. I see the big games, but a lot of four and six in between. Well, yeah, what you need? I need at least size, eight. Though. I need rebounds, though. I need the rebounds. That Move team. That team has the best defensive rating since the James Harden trade. Okay, welcome to the eight seed. And they're going to be a playoff team. See, but that's the well, thing. Like, how funny would it be if it was a Houston Brooklyn championship? No chance. And Houston in beats hell. Brooklyn. No chance. How, how would you feel, Randy? I, I can't imagine that because that would never happen. John Wall would have to average like 45 first and all, 15. First of all, you know this. Dwayne, Dwayne no. Wade, 2006. Yeah, no, Wall would have to be the but, MVP in the league for that all, to happen. The expectation is like vastly different. Yeah, of course. Like, oh, they're going to make the playoffs. This is like celebratory. But like with Harden, it's like, if y'all don't win the championship, like this just ain't it. You got two MVPs. That's, that, like, that's you, just how it is. Yeah, it's like, it's like Chris Paul was, Westbrook played like 60 games, 50 games. He was out. Chris Paul missed my time in the second run and it's like they still wanted him to be like oh it's championship or bust it's like dog he playing with friggin Ben Markhamor and, and House who can't championship keep or his bus? head straight in the bubble like who else you want him to play with it's the MVP P- bro PJ Tucker again you win it listen when you win an MVP these people are not gonna be forgiven and have nuance with none of that conversations when Do you win an MVP that's just what they expect Shut you're supposed to ele- you're yeah. supposed to elevate all <laughs> that shit Giannis ain't getting no bly not no, no more they was giving him blood. No, no, no. They didn't his, give rope him blood was, last his rope year. was long, though. Because he'd been doing the same thing for the last, what, four or five years? Yeah, but they were also saying he don't have the supporting cast. They were saying that. And now this season, when they did all these trades, now they end up... Wait, Brooklyn could beat okay, him anyways. So look at the Bucs. Like but look at the Bucs. Look at the Bucs. You know what? You know how year. mad I would be if I was Giannis? Like, wait, I've been the number one seed this and this. Mm-hmm. And now I got to play Kevin Durant, James Harden, and flicking... Kyrie? I mean, he, listen... He couldn't get past the Sixers, honestly, even if they didn't put it together. Uh, boy, I, I mean, people... people. I think a lot of people thinking, and I was guilty of this too, thinking, okay, Nets, Bucks, Nets, Bucks, who coming out of that? But Embiid was like, you know what? I am actually going to work out this offseason and be mm-hmm. in shape. And Philly look amazing. I'll ben Simmons them. still can't... I'll take uh, our chances against them, though. Yeah. Ben Simmons and Shake Milton, I'll live with that all day. Yeah, I mean... What is it about Ben Simmons? Does he just like not want to become he a complete same, basketball player? He's been the same player like the last three, four years. He's content. Yeah, D- that's what it's. They gave him like, that contract like, quick, dude. So it was don't like, he work out with LeBron and stuff like that? Like yeah. any part of clutch? Like because I feel like their games is similar. So I feel mm-hmm. like at some point LeBron had to be like, but you know, if you learn to be a consistent jump shooter, like that makes you unstoppable, right? That's like, crazy how you make the NBA and just be like, meh. He's it, also like 6'10". It's because when you're 6'10 and you could do everything else, I always thought Philly's problem was trying to force his point guard thing on him. He should just be a 3-4 and just be someone that's versatile. Maybe, that. but now 3-4s actually have to be able to shoot. That's why he can't do it. That's why. Because <laughs> when they tried playing him 4 in that last playoff series, I was like, what is this? 
which is why they need more shooters. And that's that's why I think the Buddy the Philly thing makes but sense because now but they don't have no one to give up. All I, know, all I know is Daryl Morey needs eight three-point shooters on his team. So whenever you see Daryl Morey is the GM, he going <laughs> yeah. for eight three-point shooters mm-hmm. and filling the blanks around the rest of that. So the fact that they, like John was saying, they going after Redick and they probably... What's he play for us now? Still the Pelicans? Even the Pelicans, mm-hmm. but he ain't playing. They like, bury him, though. Yeah, he, he ain't a part of that moving forward. He just doing podcasts like us. Like, yeah, I know. noticed that. Just yeah. drinking beer. You, you know, I thought he retired because yeah. like, every time yeah. I was like, J.J. Redick on his podcast again. We should try to get him on. He probably got the time. Well, yeah, he definitely will have the time. And because in the preseason, oh, preseason during training camp or whatever it was, he was making jokes about because he was with Stanley Gundy when he was in Orlando, and everybody know how hard his practices is. And he was like, "Yeah, fifteen, I can't believe I got to do this shit with Stan again." Because he knew I, I'm a part of the same future moving <laughs> yeah, forward. Come on, that's what it is. He don't even want practice right now. Though. No, for what? Just he shoot. Practice just time, shoot. Though. I, and he's been impressive the last couple of years too. That's that's what it is. So you need Much to go. Much better than I thought he was ever going to be. You need to go to a place if he go if he goes back to Philly or they make a move for Buddy. It's not a foregone conclusion that the Nets or Bucks beating that team. Mm-hmm. That's, what? I don't know. <laughs> it's not a foregone conclusion. I don't think so. Hey, they beat them they, <laughs> convincingly. You looking at the these early teams, season you're looking at box scores, but that's so, box scores. That's so different than playoff no, series. Box no, scores. The only team I look at box scores for is the Kings, but <laughs> I don't like to watch them play. I love no, I Buddy. Don't, I don't blame you. I love Buddy, but I just don't like watching them play. I, it's nothing about the Kings game I want to see. Yeah, fair enough. I, I Listen, I... That's what happens when you get taken away from sports. I just don't want to see it. You don't even have to look at it. You got time. I like... I like. You I watch the, the Nets games. You, you, you was right to radio you know, bits for sports? No. See, they don't even write radio you know, bits. So the box the teams that I watch the most. I mm-hmm. watch the Hornets. Mm-hmm. I like Lamelo. Of course. I watch every Nets game by default. I, That's your team. I, I like the Pacers. I like Sabonis. Yeah. He's he, middle He's tough. You know what he's the best part is, though? You're looking at these East Coast time teams. Like, wait, that's the reason I hate watching the Kings and Phoenix sometimes. Because, wait, I, I, I so I tired. can't be up, bro. I turned 30 this year. I can't be up no friggin'. 10.30 in the night watching no game. 10.30, that's when they started? That's why I try to show you. Not no, not no, I don't have that in Not no team that ain't even in the playoffs. Like, <laughs> I, I, I can do it sometimes for Phoenix games because I yep. have that much faith in them, but, no, no, but I can't Phoenix, do it for Kings Phoenix games. has a good schedule that they start at 8 o'clock because, mm-hmm. you know, they're they, yeah. they, have, they don't have a time zone. I like the Hawks, thing. too. Yeah. I like to watch the Hawks. I, I like, I like what they... I like I what they put the together. Hawks. I actually do like what they put together. Let's get to some of these some of these other teams, right? Because I had something. Well, we, we talked about the Mavs and why they... Because a lot of people thought this was going to be Luka's MVP run. Especially, like, what he did in the bubble. Single-handedly almost beating the Clippers. You, th- you thought, okay, he makes this leap. He carries his team with him. I didn't think they did enough in the offseason. And that mm-hmm. shows... They look like they may not make the playoffs this year. They need buddy. Which is a weird look. End they of do. Story. They do need buddy. The, the, that's the Dallas thing. Gets you some buddy heel and make the playoffs. The Nuggets is a team that I want to talk about. Going on with them, boy. Like I, I didn't even say that properly, but that that, <laughs> that was like this. That's no. that's the epitome of the season. That's perfect. That's how confusing it is because you saw them scare the life out of the Lakers, right? And Jamal Murray was the star of the bubble. Like, he, that became, after Lillard was out, the yeah. bubble became Jamal right. Murray's thing. Because right. he was out there, he was out there killing it. And I don't know where, where he's been this season. But for the Nuggets, I think most people were just thinking that all that needs to happen. You think he'd break up with his gal? Possibly. I mean, that's the only explanation. And his video camera stopped working. <laughs> yeah, that's. He needed that to stop working. He's on a different beef. But, <laughs> 
don't know what he got going on. All they needed was for Michael Porter Jr. to emerge and become like what people thought he was going to be coming out of high school, coming out of college. If if he makes that leap, I think the Nuggets are going to be okay, though. But I, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen right now. Uh, what other what other I like French the Jazz. Team? Not really French. They, they they, just, they're number one yeah, right they're now. Not, they're not, I they're don't believe not, in them, but they're I number know. one. They, they, I know. they remind me of the old Phoenix Suns. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to be a great regular season team, and then when you hit the playoffs, you're just going to be like, oh, Gosh, we're burn. out. Yeah. What, have, what, have they do, what have they added or done differently? I feel like that's the, same, the same team. Game. That's the same team they've had. You know what it is? For... There's no fans at the Jazz games. And you know the fan, Jazz fans are the worst fans in the NBA. Oxford and Mark's all about them. So... Now all of a sudden they could only concentrate on basketball and not have to mm-hmm. worry about their fans. Right. Rode in Utah, he was always only concentrating on basketball. I right. promise right. you, ain't, not, ain't nothing else, ain't nothing else to work on there. And you did say you thought Memphis was gonna was gonna fall out of that run. Why do you think Memphis was falling? Because Jaron Jackson still ain't like one hundred percent. Um, John Morant, John Morant, De'Aaron Fox, Westbrook, same guy, same yeah, a lot of the same thing. So. That's not a bad thing, by the way. It's not a bad thing, but it's not a great thing. If either. Westbrook is the father to that type of point guard mm-hmm. yeah. uh, class, I mean, he's won an MVP. Okay. That's literally the highest honor. Like, I don't, I don't know why you just say okay. Like, not a big deal. Like, no, I mean, what do you think's more important? Mm-hmm. MVP or finals MVP? Finals MVP. Because you have to yeah, actually final. get to the finals. Yeah, finals so then you just lied. I did about the highest honor. Okay, all right. Let me put his deal like this: Andre Iguodala has a Finals MVP. He can never be league MVP. Yeah, but what's the higher honor that season? <sighs> Debatable. Who's still playing for the Spurs? DeRozan, DeRozan Aldridge. and Aldridge. Same team. Aldridge got to go at the posture now, dude. He, he, it's time. Wait, it's time. Buddy, the soccer. It's uh, time to ring chase. San Antonio wouldn't be in bad. the gym today. I see they was playing like an old Trailblazers game. Yeah. But the Marcus Aldridge put on at least 100 pounds. Yeah, that's the, that's the Kobe 65 game. <laughs> Wait, he put on at least 100 pounds. That's when he was then. backing up Zach Randolph. Yeah, at least 100 pounds. I was at my peak Blazer fandom back Didn't then. Didn't he sign $200 million contracts? Yeah. Mm. yeah they got to be up now, though. Eh? You know what? It, he well, got to be on his last leg of one of them. Yeah, he is. You know what his, his biggest problem was? Jealous a little bit. Yeah. That's what it was, cause he if if he stayed in Portland, that team would have been legitimately a whole lot better. But he couldn't deal with the fact that Lillard was being pushed as the star, and he thought it should have been him. You just ain't that. But bro. then it just proved that he wasn't the star because he went to San Antonio, and yeah. he's still not a star. And like they yeah, still playing Rudy Gay, dog. Yeah, but but Popovich like. It's it's a youth movement in San Antonio. Like that's all about Dejounte Murray. They starting Keldon Johnson now and Lonnie Walker. They playing the young dudes. Like it's the young dudes and all. Yeah, but, and why it don't make sense? Because and it still don't make sense because Lonnie Walker, DeRozan, and Dejounte Murray is like yeah, no threes. Same person drive to the rim. That's all why the time. people thought DeRozan was gonna move because he need to move. What what I mean? He going back he to doing? Tampa. He need to move. <laughs> That's that's someone who who just like people forget about. He could get buckets, can't shoot threes, but he could get buckets. Real quick, um, is anybody panicking, or do we realize that the Heat are seven and thirteen as we record this? Good for no. them. Jimmy Butler, <laughs> take them L's. Jimmy Butler wasn't playing, so he back now. They win. I think they win like the last two games. They I think they could be back. They're pretty far behind. Yeah, yeah, they fall behind. Seven and like, thirteen. But like, but like, but no. But then you think about it. Who are you behind? 
I know. Okay. But here's the only thing the, that I would be happy. This game they is draft this, Ty se- Jones. this season is 10, 10 games less than than yeah, our regular you, season. Behind, they still have a play-in thing. Think about they it. Do. You behind the Knicks. You the behind Knicks. the Hornets. Speaking of the Knicks, by the way, uh, mm-hmm. I just I just want to say, listen to me on draft night about Kentucky players. Julius Randle. Just listen to me on draft night yeah, about Kentucky crazy. players because look at what Emmanuel quickly has become, and I called it. Called it when the Knicks drafted him. Okay, say you got to steal. Look, if you call every Kentucky player, I don't call all of them. Be. I don't call all of them, but if, I did say him and call, I did say Tyrese. I remember you say Cauley Stein was gonna you, be good too. Yeah, if you call, every, I didn't say he was gonna be good. No, 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 no
can't believe y'all end the podcast talking about this non-Kentucky basketball year. But, but y'all look, y'all look, <laughs> All y'all right. look like this season. John, cut it here. We out.